Pope Francis is here in the U.S. this week and will make a historic address to Congress on Thursday. Some conservative Catholics say Francis is meddling in American politics with his recent call for action on climate change. Meanwhile, for the faithful in Western coal country, Francis is raising moral questions. Our Inside Energy reporter Dan Boyce has the story. Donna Zofson's husband was injured in a coal mining accident in Kentucky. He got paralyzed. For a time, anyway. Doctors helped him walk again. Then he died a few years later in 1992. Still, the walls of her humble Cheyenne, Wyoming home are an homage to coal. This is uh, some of the mining gear that they used. The 78-year-old is pointing to a framed watercolor print of equipment. Their mining cap, piece of coal. She followed her daughter out here to Wyoming, the country's biggest coal state. So that theme still runs through her life. And so, too, does her Catholic faith. Oh, we're very devout. And we go to church every Sunday. We're in Zofson's church in Cheyenne. Sun streams brilliantly through the cathedral's ornate stained glass. God indeed is the creator of all things. Back in June, Wyoming's state bishop Paul Achen delivered a special homily on the Pope's headline-grabbing encyclical on the environment, the biggest papal statement ever on the subject. A challenging and bold teaching, Agent says, which lines out humanity's responsibility to be good stewards of the earth. So that it can continue to provide for future generations. The document acknowledges the scientific consensus of man-made climate change and calls for aggressively addressing its core causes, primarily the use of fossil fuels. Agent says the document may be disturbing for many people in his state. And he says he's getting questions from his congregation. Is the Pope saying that it's sinful to burn these fuels? And he says, no. No, it's not sinful. But he's saying this is not sustainable. That balance is a tough line to ride here in states like Wyoming, where coal is the economic backbone. So a lot of people in Cheyenne's church end up sounding like Paul Phillips. I'll speak out of both sides of my mouth, I think. He works for a heavy equipment company, and a good portion of their business is in the coal fields. So on one side, he says, yes, we do need to look for alternative sources of energy. But on the other side of my mouth, I think that's going to be a long time coming. And in the meantime, he believes these resources are a gift from God to be used as cleanly as possible. Conservative Catholic politicians... Their stances on the encyclical have ranged largely from avoiding comment to accusing the Pope of inappropriately wading into American politics. Now, the church is no stranger to taking stands on controversial issues. Take abortion, for instance. And Francis is actually not the first Pope to bring up human-caused climate change. Both John Paul II and Benedict XVI urged action to limit its effects— Despite that, the church has not always been the go-to organization for <laughs> for climate issues or environmental issues. That's Jenny Kraska with the Colorado Catholic Conference, which lobbies the state legislature on behalf of the church. She says it's different now with this popular pope and the special theological weight given to encyclicals. She expects her organization will pay more attention to environmental legislation. To be involved and have an opinion on these issues as they come up. And as for the conservative Catholic politicians who deny climate change? I don't know that it puts them in a difficult moral quandary. I think it gives them a lot to think about. Yet for other Catholics, like Donna Zofson in Cheyenne... Does it leave you with difficult questions, maybe difficult moral questions? It does. It, it does. 
She agrees with the Pope that humanity needs to take better care of the earth to help the most vulnerable. Yet she's vulnerable herself. The coal company has been paying her a pension ever since her husband died. So her opinion on fossil fuels doesn't waver. You have to see the way people live and how they live and what coal means to them before you can say, well, we need to do away with it. As much as she loves the Pope. He has his opinions and his perspective about it, and I have mine. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce. For photos from this story and a link to an extended interview with Bishop Paul H.N., visit our website, insideenergy.org.